Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go on a Wednesday. Ready to roll live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be watching or listening, thanks for making us part of your day. J-Mac, that was a lot of basketball talent on the floor last night. woo Tremendous game. Murray, outstanding. Jokic, Porter, KCP, LeBron, Rui played well. Austin Reeves played well. I mean, that we you you watch those two teams and you're like, okay, I get it. That that there was such a collection of great basketball talent. You know, we thought the East was better than the West all year. When the Celtics and the Heat play tonight. You're not going to have that many great players on the floor. They're not even close. By the way, KCP winner last night. We told you the over points hit in the third quarter. Yeah. Colin, I know Laker fans are excited. Oh, we found, we unlocked how to slow down Jokic. <laughs> a little tougher than that in this series. Okay, so Denver is very much a number one seed. They are loaded. It was a great night. But I will say they led by 18 at half. That was round one of a seven-round fight. And the Nuggets won it. But it should be it should be noted, they played basically a flawless first half, and in the end, after the Lakers adjusted, Rui AD made some moves on Jokic. Second half did not look quite like the first half. Now the Nuggets, in many ways, are the opposite of the Warriors. They're huge. <laughs> Their guards are big. They're big. They move their size everywhere. Their center, not Steph Curry, leads the offense. And they're young. They haven't been in these big games that many times. The Warriors were small. And by the way, the Grizzlies, because they were missing Brandon Clark and Steven Adams, were kind of small. So, I mean, they, they, they were pushing people around the ring. And last night, whoa, 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 whoa. That was a wave of height and size. And they punched the Lakers right in the forehead. And it was a bit, it was a bit eye-opening. 
Uh, they out-rebounded the Lakers 36-13 in the first half. And then the Lakers adjusted. It should be noted, the Lakers shot 55% in the game. They got great looks. They shot 46% on threes, and they're not a good three-ball team. They got great looks. To me, it looked like two very big basketball teams who don't rely on the three who are going to go six or seven rounds. Uh, the Lakers' concern is Jokic. He had 15-7-5 and five, even after the adjustments. He is a machine. But he did play 42 minutes. And he usually plays in the regular season 33. So they really leaned on him. So I think what you're looking at are two really big teams. One's better offensively, Nuggets. One's better defensively, Lakers. And you're looking at right now the two best bigs maybe in the world. Jokic and AD. One is a defensive stud, AD, who's a little inconsistent with the ball. Jokic is offensively a marvel who's okay defensively. It is your classic prize fight. I can't wait. But I think the Lakers this morning after last night are saying, all right, we took their best punch. We adjusted. They hit a bunch of shots they won't normally hit at the buzzer. They couldn't miss. They were virtually perfect. And in the end, we lost by six. And at one point, we had a chance to tie. And we got outplayed. And we feel pretty good. And it's the first game on the road. And it's at 5,200 feet. I mean, Denver crushed Minnesota and Phoenix in the first two games. Remember the first game against Minnesota, they won by 29. First game against Phoenix, they won by 18. And the Lakers are like, yeah, we saw that in the first half. And then we adjusted. And then we came back. And we lost by six. And we had a chance to, at one point, tie it, take a lead. I think, I think the Lakers look at this. As LeBron said after, they feel about as good as you can feel after an awful first half, being pushed around, and losing game one. Here's LeBron after. Took us a half to get into the game, and uh, that was pretty much the ball game right there. Uh, we got to understand that um, you know, we got to start from, from the tip-off. You know, and uh, they punched us in the mouth to start. You know, I know the game is won in 48 minutes, but they set the tone in 24 minutes, and you know, we're playing catch up for the, for the next 24. We'll be better. Um, you know, we, we know we didn't play up to our capabilities in that first half. They, they were just making some, 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 some uh, you know, shots with hands in their faces, the bodies on bodies. Um, but, um, you know, we'll be better in game two, that's for sure. Denver's absolutely last night the better team. Denver is a completely worthy, well-coached, deep, talented number one seed. But I'm saying, I've watched Denver roll people. And I'm looking at the Lakers and I'm thinking, you know, LeBron and AD are not young. They went on the road, 5,200 feet, took their first best punch, tweaked. Second half, Lakers pretty good. Lakers pretty good. Got a lot of open shots. Shot the ball well. Denver's not a great defensive team. They've got length, but they're not a great defensive team. Jokic is not a great defensive player. Uh, let's shift gears, though. To uh, Jokic. So Anthony Davis is the best remaining big in terms defensively. He's, probably, he's arguably the best defensive player big in the world. And Jokic worked him. Embiid in game seven had two points in the second half. 
against the Celtics. Jokic could not have a two-point half. He's just too layered and too skilled. It would be impossible unless he was in foul trouble. It should be noted in two of the Sixers' wins, it was Harden who carried the day. I know it's a regular season award, but I said before, the vote for Embiid was as much an anti-Jokic vote as it was a pro-Embiid vote. Jokic is far more valuable to the offense. Embiid can be plotting. Go look at the Sixers' net rating when Embiid's off the floor. He takes the movement and the air out of the basketball at times. Yes, he's fun and flashy, but he's also fragile. He doesn't play as often. In the last eight years, Jokic in seven of those eight has played 70-plus games. Don't we say that about quarterbacks? Availability is the best ability. Jokic plays more, is better analytically, is more skilled offensively, is more layered, is easier to play with. Elevates people. Embiid doesn't necessarily elevate people. When Harden was great, he wasn't as. And again, Harden led them in two of their three wins in the playoffs against the Celtics. He passes. He facilitates. I don't care who wins MVP awards or Heisman's. I really don't. I never have. If you're being intellectually honest, I've never rooted for it. I never cared about it. I couldn't tell you how many Brady won, Manning won, Mahomes has won. I just don't care. But that was an anti-Jokic vote. That's what it was. He has the number one seed, not Embiid. He's better analytically. He was better. He makes everybody around him better. You watched him last night. AD was helpless. AD's the best defensive center in the world. Could not stop him. Got worked by him. Jokic has become the PB&J of the NBA. Fantastic every night. Always a little underserved, underdiscussed. The PB&J works any era, any generation, any time. Jokic is old school, current school, Middle school, high school, this school, that game works forever. Available, passing. It reminds me of a combination of Bill Walton, who would be great today, and Arvidas Sabonis, who would be great today. He is a fantastic player. But he's not fun, and he's not flashy, but he's also not fragile. And that is something that needs to be discussed. I get that Embiid won the award. I'm not hostile. I'm not bothered. I don't care. But I did feel it's fair to at least acknowledge that it was an anti-Jokic vote to a lot of people. Because, you know, you start talking about a third straight MVP, man, that's got to be one of the greatest players of all time. Isn't he? Isn't that what we're watching? You tell me the centers who can do all this. Walton passed like that. I mean, he scores like, shackish in these big games he defends okay a lot of the great centers necessary pat was pat ewing always a great defender no i mean i don't know i watch him and i think to myself if you look at his layered nuanced skilled game i mean he he grabs a rebound like Shaq. he takes it right up the floor and then he's a brilliant passer i mean maybe he should have won three straight i think my point is Because his game isn't aesthetically as pleasing, we have a hard time saying, well, I mean, this guy didn't win three MVPs and that guy didn't win three MVPs. I don't know. I watch him. What doesn't he do well? Well, defensively, we we don't hold defense against many of the great centers. We don't talk defense on this show very much. We want buckets. We never lament Jason Tatum getting beat on the baseline. We lament when he doesn't dominate offensively the fourth. Let's be fair. We've spent about two hours in 20 years on LeBron's defense. 
We talked about Kobe's offense and Michael's offense and Barkley's offense and Dirk's offense and Katie's offense. Now everybody's like, well, Jokic's defense, whatever. AD couldn't stop him. Oh, by the way, AD's going to get his every other night. But here's the coach of the Nuggets on what he witnessed. Nicola was great, you know, 34 points, 21 rebounds, 14 assists, two blocks. And as you mentioned, Harrison, his aggression, him driving the ball, dunking the ball in traffic. Um, and, and we always talk about an aggressive Nikola Jokic is a very effective Nikola Jokic. So, uh, you know, a hell of a job by him. Uh, you know, it's funny after the game, KCP, um, he's, he's repped by LeBron's people who played for the Lakers. And now he plays for the Nuggets. And I, one thing I always loved about KCP when he was a Laker and a Nugget, he's never afraid to take a big shot. He had a huge ball, uh, layup off the glass last night down the stretch. KCP is one of those guys never, ever afraid to take the big shot. And those guys matter in the playoffs. You know, guys get a little tight in the postseason. KCP, he doesn't care. He will always take a big shot. And he did last night. He had a Lakers were cutting it back, cutting it down, cutting it down. And KCP came and floated off the glass and in. And he talked about Jokic after the game. I feel like the only difference is that, you know, Bron can jump higher than Jokic. <laughs> That's the only difference that I can see. That's a really offensive. <laughs> uh... I'm joking. I mean, to be compared with the one of the best ever uh, or the best ever, I think it's really cool. It's really cool. We affect the game in different ways, but he's, he's a really good player. Listen, we, we just have to be fair about this, is that we don't watch a lot of Denver. Denver's in that weird mountain time zone, and they're, not, they're, not, they're efficient, and Jokic is not flashy. He felt so out of place at the All-Star game. But, folks, what you're watching here, what we're all watching with Jokic, this is all-time stuff. I mean, this guy made two passes last night that looked like Magic Johnson. He is a he, he and Bill Walton are the best passing bigs I've ever seen in my life. And I covered Arvidas Sabonis, who was also a tremendous passer. But Jokic is just his entire, the layers and layers, jumpers, threes, twos, left hand, right hand, passing, moving the ball up the floor, outlet passing. That He is all-time stuff. And, and again, this isn't an anti-Embiid. He had two points in the second half against the Celtics. I don't think Jokic is capable of that, at least not this Jokic. Uh, watching him last night, it's like, that's a number one seed, and that's a, that's a dominant all-time player you're watching. Um, fun, fun series, though. I mean, just tonight, I'm going to watch the Heat and the Celtics, and they're going to be some really good players, Butler, Tatum, Brown. I'm watching that thing last night, and it is Porter and Gordon and AD and LeBron and Jokic and Jamal Murray. I'm like, man, there is a lot of talent on that floor. It's going to be a great series. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Victor Wembenyama. They are calling him a better prospect than Magic Johnson, LeBron James. Tim Duncan, (laughs) Shaq, I don't know. That is a lot. I think he's going to be a really good player. His body type, we talked about this yesterday, worries me a little. Shaq was so big and thick and strong, and so was Magic, and so was LeBron, and so Duncan, and so formidable. And seven foot three and still growing worries me a little bit. But I will say this, I think he landed in the right spot in San Antonio. They won't screw it up. They've done transformational bigs, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. They've done international stars, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. They know what they're doing. They're grownups. They're the parents you want to drop your kids at, not the party parents. They're the grownups. You got your kid, you got to drop them off for a couple hours, do some errands. You want to drop them off at the Spurs. If you look at the final teams, the final eight teams that were bidding for Victor Webinyama, that, that had the ping pong balls in. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll read these to you. Hornets, Blazers, Rockets, Pistons, Magic, Pacers, Wizards. In the last 10 years, those seven teams have had 25 coaches. Tire fires, chaos, poorly run, poorly owned, maybe both. The Spurs have had one coach. He's older. He should have embraced the three ball. But they had a plan. They went into full tank in the preseason. They're not supposed to say that, but they went into full tank. And they won. And they'll do very well. There are certain places and people that you should connect with if you want to succeed. If you're a high school quarterback, you should strongly consider Lincoln Riley. If you're a high school defensive end, you should strongly consider Nick Saban. They do quarterbacks and defensive ends really, really well. The Spurs do international players well. They do transformational bigs well. They're the grown-ups in the room. They're a little like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Whenever the Steelers get the quarterback right, Brad, Sean, Ben, they win Super Bowls. They're never terrible. 
either a San Antonio until they really wanted to be because that's how you get Victor Wembanyama. But I looked at all the teams last night and I thought to myself, okay, I, I'd like to see Portland. I got a soft spot for Portland. Their Odin injury, Walton injury, Bowie injury, Brandon Roy injury. They would have been probably the second team that would have done him right. But the Spurs are really good at this. I know, I know, many of you saying it's got to be rigged. It's 2023. If you lose an election, if you lose Victor Wembanyama, you lose a playoff series, of course it's rigged. That's how losers validate losing. They're willing to look at anything except a mirror. This wasn't rigged. They went full tank. They had a plan. They had great odds. And they got it. And it's probably better he landed there, I'm sorry, than Detroit or Charlotte. Probably just is. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Colin, I love when you go on these little rants. You to calling people losers. It's always a little bit funny. But, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Yes. That's the world we live in now. If you lose a playoff series, it's rigged. Last night, Victor Webb and Yama, it's rigged. It's rigged that he got it's to San Antonio. If you lose, your senator loses. We live in a world now where nobody will just look in the mirror and go, maybe my election strategy wasn't good. Maybe we weren't prepared or have the right coach. Philadelphia against Boston. You know, it is, by the way, well, the Lakers are in the playoffs. Yes, so are the Nuggets. <laughs> Milwaukee just won a championship. Miami's not a flashy team. By the way, if you're losing in life, can we just acknowledge sometimes we're the reason we're yeah. losing? Maybe our candidate yeah. didn't have the best plan or yeah. our team. A lot of these teams we thought were going to go full tank like Utah, and Utah ended up being good. Yeah. Well, you and I have worked with the conspiracy theorists before. It's not fun. You don't want to be hanging around that guy. That guy is bad news, and just don't hang around conspiracy theory guy. All right, let's get started with John Morant, Colin. Oh, boy. Suspended from all team activities by the Grizzlies. Well, I don't know what that even means. They're in the summer. They're, you know, off-season. Because he was in that video on Instagram over the weekend holding a firearm. Yesterday, John Morant put out a statement. Okay, I'm going to read it for you. Yeah. I know I've disappointed a lot of people who have supported me. This is a journey, and I recognize there is more work to do. My words may not mean much right now, but I take full accountability for my actions. I'm committed to continuing to work on myself. Now, Colin, in a stunning development, some guys on social media claim that John Morant got his statement from ChatGPT. He was, like, so desperate. I mean, I think they're mocking him. That he, They asked, like, the algorithm, hey, can you figure out what I can say to make these people happy? Because... This statement is kind of a joke, right? I mean, given what John Morant's been through, and he's now embarrassed the league. You embarrass the league like he's done. Well, I think he's looking at a like a twenty-five-ish game suspension, maybe more. There, there were some people. I, I've seen this pushback. Is that? Um, I mean, people can carry guns. Why are we so hard on him? And I and I had this discussion the other day. Um, where you work matters. I'll give you an example. OnlyFans is legal. There are people on OnlyFans. But if you were a kindergarten teacher on OnlyFans, your school district would let you go because you're in a role that many people look up to you and you watch children. So a school district, though it's legal, would say, you can't work here. If you're an NBA star and you're a role model of kids and you're the face of a franchise, can't be waving, can't be waving guns around. So it's okay. There are different jobs that have different standards. A kindergarten teacher, a high school teacher, a high school principal, sometimes league stars. When you're compensated at that level, 
people look up to you in the face of a franchise and you're impressionable, well, the league, I hear this all the time. Well, what about a politicians? No, no, no. Yeah, that, that's a silly argument. Let me ask you, though. You said role model. That's an interesting phrase because Charles Barkley, back in the day, I was a fan of Barkley way back. He famously did that commercial, I am not a role model. I did not sign up to be a role model. Okay. And it was an interesting point that he made at okay. the time, right? He didn't sign up to be a role model. There's things I didn't sign up for. Like, you know, somebody calls me at 2 in the morning and has to bail him out of blankety-blank-blank. You got to go do it if it's in the family. I didn't sign up for it. The reality is there's lots of things in life that we as parents don't sign up for, uh, as employees we don't sign up for, and you just have to be an adult and do it right. So it comes with the territory. I say this whenever I say a guy saying, you know, I see an athlete do something or a, and, they, and it's really bad and, and people say... Uh, I can't believe, I can't believe, it's no big deal. And I'm like, you may work at a warehouse, you don't have a lot of responsibility, you aren't working with kids, you aren't the face of your company. There are standards for certain jobs and positions and it comes with the territory. So you can't wave, you know, you can't wave guns around as a professional athlete, especially when the NBA is very sensitive to it. And so, um, you know the whole argument i'll say it again there's lots of legal platforms that anybody could be on and take their clothes off and it's legal depending on your job you're going to get fired for doing that it's totally legal and for 90 percent of people maybe it would be fine yeah not a teacher and remember david stern back in the day had to clean up the narrative around the nba years ago these yeah. players you know i'm a good guy i don't there's a there's a word that I probably shouldn't use. I'm yeah. not going to say it. But like there was that perception that all these right. guys are bad dudes. Yeah. And, you know, he installed the dress code and nobody liked it. But, you know, David Stern put it in place, right? It worked. It seemed it seemed to well, have a good impact. I, I tell this to people who are ever critical of the NBA players. I watch baseball players get in a lot of trouble. I watch football players get in a lot of trouble. I watch UFC fighters. I, this is not a knock on any league. Very rarely... Do you see an NBA player? They go hide in the offseason. They do shoot commercials. They do movies. The NBA, in my experience, has some of the best guys I've ever covered. The funniest, the easiest to get. I put a lot of NBA guys, when I can get them on my show, I love NBA guys. I've covered NBA guys in Portland. Uh, I've, 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 I know multiple NBA guys. I love NBA guys. They, they're completely real. But the league also has an issue that because they don't go to college for four or five years, they come into the league very young. And a lot of people are pulling on them and grabbing on them. And we you got to grow up pretty quick. You got to grow and that's up. That's tough. It's really hard. So let's with John ja Morant. He's responsible. Well, but but his, there was a parental situation that wasn't good enough. A shoe apparel company that didn't do a good enough job. The Grizzlies didn't do a good enough job. The let's. It's easy we, to blame the twenty-year-old. You know didn't do a good job. Who? John ja Morant's parents. That's what I said. There's a parental issue at play here. Like, come on. Don't be his friend. Be a dad. Take care of it. This is not, it's not all jaw. It mostly is. But the NBA asks a lot of its 20-year-olds. You're under the, Yeah. That's accurate. They do ask a lot. But again, you're getting a lot. You know how much money this guy's making in advertisements? I know. All the shoes and uh, Nike and the Gatorade, all these people. Yes. He's making a ton of money and he's jeopardizing all of it I know. to try to be some it's cool a, gangster. It's a bummer. It's, like, it's, it's, he needs help. So this is, uh, is kind of strike two, right? In, in the last six months for John Moran. Well, he's gonna, I don't know if there's a strike three, you're out. Here's the but, thing. He could get in trouble again and still remain in the league. 
But what happens is you become one of those guys. Like we talked about it yesterday. You become the actor. You can still get work, but nobody's going to build a franchise yeah. around you. And you, you can't become stand kinda... up in the huddle in a playoff game and say, guys, listen to it. I got this. People, they're going to look at you. What are you talking about? You're no leader. That's right. Look what you do in the offseason. So I, I just think I think he's fine. I think he'll get it right. But you don't want to become the actor that you everybody kind of rolls their eyes and goes, yeah, well, you can't build a franchise. Now, 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 for the let me just throw this out. Robert Downey, who's Iron Man. Hey, go back to Robert Downey when he was young in Hollywood. He was a mess. He was a mess. Robert Downey cleaned his act up and was given the opportunity to build a massive franchise around. But Robert Downey, be the first to tell you, was very immature, spoiled, petulant. So this happens to our entertainers. They're 21 years old. They get rich. They're good-looking. They're stars. My takeaway as a dad is we put a lot on these young people. They go child actors... It's a litany of disasters. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm not gonna, I don't think the world should come down on John ja Morant. He's got to grow up. But man, do we, do, our football players come out at 23, 24 years old. A lot of them are married. Um, well, a lot, there have been a lot in recent years that have totally screwed up. Oh, they have, the, but there's also, know, a lot remember, of them there's also related. 55 guys a team. But it's fair. There's yeah. only 12, 13. And yeah, so there's yeah. a lot more football players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Tatum and the Celtics. Hosting Jimmy Buckets and hey, the Heat. Do you see this line? Uh, I, I don't think it's that shocking. Totally disrespectful to Miami. It's Celtics eight and a half. I'm taking the points. Well, there's some Heat money has been showing in the last oh, like, couple hours. I'm taking Miami down in the to point eight, for you, sure. You think Boston played its best offensive game maybe ever? Miami saw that and thinks, "Hell, we got to be, we got to get this thing right." Boston's going to come in feeling good about themselves. As well they should. I'm taking Miami in the eight and a half. Absolutely. Mm. Now, I don't know if they'll win. That is disrespectful to Spolstra. In that oh, listen. Eight and a half. These guys have... Ex- All right, so, so hold on. This is the third meeting in four seasons in the playoffs for these guys. Uh, Jalen Brown is not taking the matchup lightly. It's not the same team as last year. Jimmy is still Jimmy and Spo is still Spo. But we got to make sure that we're aware of everybody else. Colin, I, I just want to hammer this home. Miami has vastly exceeded expectations, taking down the Bucks. The New York Knicks couldn't shoot the basketball. Oh, time out. This is a really, Wait. really difficult task, and I know everybody loves the Heat. Wait, time out. So you're giving them no credit for beating Milwaukee in five? It's they just, do, do. I mean, listen, Giannis got hurt. Well, by the way. I, I know Tyler Hero got hurt. I got it. New York hit all sorts of shots against Cleveland. But they suddenly couldn't shoot against Miami? Maybe Miami's well, defense had a part to do with that. Well, they, uh, Nick's offensive rebounded as well against Cleveland, which was stunning. But um, yeah. no, my, Miami's just, they're not that good. They're Come not. on. You can't get to the Eastern Conference Finals and be bad. They're better than they're Philly. Not, I didn't say they were bad. They're just not that good. The market is telling you Boston is by far the better team here. They should roll. Who Who's stepping up for Miami? Caleb Barton? I don't know. Struess and Vincent? Ke- Kevin Love? Really? Ke- that's who you got? That's your options? How about Spolstra? Totally works. Totally wins coaching. Butler's yes. better than Tate. So I got a way better coach wait, wait, and hey, a way better... Me, wait, wait, finish that. Butler what? I have a way better coach. Did you say Butler's better than Tatum? If you had, If you had a series, who would you take? One series. You take Jimmy Butler all day long. I love long. Butler. I've been, I took Butler over Kawhi when it was not popular like four years ago. I, I get go the, Tatum. I'm sorry, I get the I better, Tatum. more dependable star. I get the better coach. So fine. Rank the five best players in the series. I don't care. The coach counts for who's a game. One? Who's one? Butler. Two. Tatum. Three. 
I like Cody Zeller. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Okay. Jalen Brown, by the way, you, you want props? Jalen Brown okay. over points okay, tonight. Because okay. Tatum, so, uh, Tatum went off in game okay. seven. Jalen Brown's turn Butler in game Butler one, Tatum two, Jalen Brown three, Bam at a Bayou four. So okay. your first four players are even, and I get the best coach. And eight and a half tonight. Take dinner. Let's go. I guess it's a double or nothing since you owe me for the Jalen Ramsey. So I got nothing to lose, right? Uh, I'm just saying, eight and a half points is disrespectful to that culture, that coach, those stars. And okay. by the way, and you know Spolstra is feeding that to yeah. him all day today. By the way, I, I, if memory serves, Boston was something in the neighborhood of 10 uh, in game one and two against Philly. Now, Embiid missed, I think, game one, but game two was like nine or 10. And even game five was like seven. And anyway, let's move on. Final story, Joe Burrow. His rookie deal goes through the 2024 season. Bengals are in talks for an extension. There's certainly a chance his next deal could make him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. As Burrow goes through negotiations, he wants to keep his other teammates' extensions under consideration. You know, whenever you have guys on the team that need to be paid, that's always on your mind. You want that to to be a focal point, and so we're we're working to, to make that happen. Yeah, you got to have good players. You, know, you can't. You see, I mean, it doesn't matter how good good your quarterback is. If you don't have good players around him, you're not going to be a very good team. Yeah, smart. By the way, Mahomes, team-friendly. Burl, take a team-friendly. Smart guys. I mean, I, Mahomes, success. Don't kid yourself. Is It's a team-friendly deal. That is, you can, it's very, the Chiefs are very capable of manipulating around it. He won championships. Brady, team-friendly. You know who wasn't team-friendly? Go look at, and I love Eli Manning, but at the end, they were paying him a fortune, not team-friendly. He lost a lot of football games. Kobe, not team-friendly with the Lakers at the end. Aaron Rodgers, not team-friendly. Russell Wilson, not team-friendly. So, I've interviewed, historically, two Bengals who have told me straight up that this organization is very cheap. Oh, beyond. They are penny-pinching and the owner. They are. There's a small chance, a non-zero chance, that they totally screw this up with Joe Burrow. There is a real legit chance that they're like, He's oh, a- you want to take a team-friendly deal? Yeah, okay. Um, we'll make you the sixth highest paid quarter or something dumb. Like, there's a chance they screw this up. I know your producer's a big Bengals fan. He's getting worked up right now. But <laughs> his, you look at the history. I mean, a lot listen, of uh, former Bengals will talk about this. Okay. He's an Ohio kid. Ohio takes care of Ohio. They're going to take care of him. Mike Brown... There will be if he's if they screw Burrow, they'll lose ten thousand season ticket holders. Ohio is always taking care of Ohio. That's why Ohio State plays Youngstown State and all these Ohio schools. Yeah. Ohio's economy takes care of Ohio. They're not going to screw it up. The, the Brown family it can has at times driven me crazy, but they didn't get talked out of Burrow. They didn't get impatient. They they kept Marvin Lewis on for years. Brown's been patient with his coaches. He has been. He was pa- Marvin Lewis. Everybody wanted him fired. He kept him. Marvin they never won a playoff game, well, right? So like, or something. But yeah. you know what? Say what you want about the Bengals. Is the Jets that fire a coach every 15 minutes, or Cleveland that fires a coach every 15 minutes? It sends a message throughout the league: is don't move your family there. Zach Taylor had a lot of people questioning. Oh well, they, that was understandable. Come on, his first two years were well, an abomination. He was one. He was the wor- wor- He was like the odds-on favorite to be the first coach fired and, in year three, and they didn't do it. Well, they did not, and Joe Burrow carried the Super Bowl. I'm sure Burrow will. It'll be fine. But like with Patrick Mahomes, you knew the Chiefs were not going to screw that up. There was no chance. Yeah, the Hunt family. There's great. a little bit of a chance. A little. This gets squirrely, right? Would you agree? 
three <laughs> percent. Yeah, I mean, there's a three percent brown clause. So it, you're saying a, there's a chance? Well, they went out and paid money for a left tackle, so at least they this league's not that. And an edge rusher a couple years ago. Listen, and they moved off two safeties. So it's like it is possible. The Hollywood bad boy got his crap together and figured it out. Maybe the Browns, maybe the Bengals now, after all these years of in- ineptitude, ineptitude yes. they're building an indoor practice all right, facility. Okay, we get it. The Bengals fans are, are all no, over No, I'm just there. saying, I'm just saying, <laughs> there, there is, it looks like a move that they've cleaned their act up as an organization. The bad boy, the uh, dysfunctional actor has gotten his act together and actually now goes to bed before three in the morning twice a week. Actions, not words. Okay. Let's see it with Burrow. Well, they got I'm not Super saying Bowl. they're going to screw it up. I, I, I'm with you. 97% chance they get it right. But, ooh, it would be fun if they screwed this up. Not really. It wouldn't be fun. I want to see Joe Burrow win. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards 
and NFTs of The Colin Cowherd Show. Sunday on FS1 with a million bucks on the line. NASCAR's best take on the historic track at North Wilkesboro for the All-Star Race. It all begins at 5 Eastern with the All-Star Open with engines firing at 8. Don't miss the heart-pumping action Sunday on FS1. By the way, two things can be true at the same time. You can absolutely adore and love your children, but be disappointed with some of their decisions and actions. Two things can be true. I know it's difficult. But Steve Kerr was talking about the value of Draymond Green as people consider what the Warriors are going to do next. And here's the brilliant head coach. If Draymond's not back, we're not a championship contender. We know that. I mean, he's that important to uh, to winning and to uh, to who we are. Um, so I absolutely want him back. He's a he's a competitor. He's uh, you know he's an incredible defensive player. He's I mean we can we can check all those boxes. Um, and he and I have built a a really. Uh, special relationship very important i've said steph and draymond not clay are the soul of this team the superstar and his de facto screen setter catalyst and bodyguard but this as steve kerr pointed out is also true there, there was some of that was that was lost this year for sure um, um you know and and you know, it's no, there's no hiding from it. The uh, the incident with Draymond um, and Jordan at the beginning of the year played a role in that. Um, it's hard for that not to impact a team. Anytime some trust is lost, um, then it, it makes the process much more difficult. And there was some trust lost. Um, and that's um, as blunt as I can be. He knows that he also uh, compromised things by what, what happened. Um, back in October and so part of him coming back next year has to be about um, you know rebuilding um, some of that trust and um, and respect that that he's earned here you know for for a long period of time both are completely true and that's okay many believed after the Warriors beat the Celtics last year that was the end of the dynasty I did not Many of you believed it and said all year long, this wasn't a title team. They won one pre-KD. They won two titles with KD. And they won last year without KD. That feels like the closure to the dynasty. Guys are getting older. And you were right. It probably was with this current group, the last big hurrah. So they've got to reboot it. But they will reboot it with Steph and Draymond Without question. Clay, I don't know. Jordan Poole, we'll see. Andrew Wiggins, they hope to keep him. Looney, I'd maybe consider moving him, though he doesn't make much. If you look at the history of NBA dynasties, Kobe and Shaq, three, four years. Blows up. Michael Jordan, two three-year dynasties. He needed a break, quit twice. And, um, I mean, go look at the Spurs. They had a break in theirs. Like, that's the way it works. Eventually, your star gets hurt. Your star gets old. You've got to bridge the gap between the young guys and the old guys. And that's what happened this year. James Wiseman, they just moved off him. They gave up. Kuminga, they like him, don't love him. 
Moses Moody finally got some real minutes in the playoffs. Jordan Poole still hasn't and hadn't at the time of the punch grown up. So the big issue with this team was how do they bridge, and all championship teams usually face this, how do you bridge the gap between these draft picks who are talented and you can play in the regular season, but can you trust them in the postseason, and the old guys who are on a different timeline. And what happened was, with Wiseman they gave up, with Kuminga in the postseason, didn't play him, hurt his feelings. Moses Moody's probably the happiest. Jordan Poole got his bag, but it didn't initially sit well when he taunted teammates. So two things can be true. Draymond's incredibly valuable. I said this during the season. Draymond was at some point responsible for the awful road record. I was told, got a good source, that the team was not as close on the road. Old guys go there, young guys go there. And on the road, you can make fewer mistakes. You got to be tighter as a team. Teams that play well on the road are usually really tight teams chemistry-wise. The Warriors for years were very, very good on the road. Uh, This team was not. So... Um, I, I do think they'll be very good next year. I think they have to go get a big, maybe a Carl Anthony Towns. I think they have to get some scoring from somebody over 6'8", somewhere. But it's okay. Two things can be true. You love your kids, they drive you crazy. It's okay. Draymond made a big mistake. People in the room knew why he made it. It hurt chemistry, but he's completely invaluable going forward and over the last seven to eight, nine years. J-Mac, I know what you're thinking. <sighs> Gosh, this Draymond discussion. I love Rodman. I love Bruce Bowen. I've defended all of them. I defend all these. T- every single bar needs a bouncer. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I defend- Bruce Bowen? You're comparing to Draymond well, Green? What, Bru- what are we talking about? Well, I'm saying when he was with the Spurs, he was the defensive guy. He was the annoying guy. He was the yeah. get. Draymond's the- more than annoying. He punched out a teammate. Yeah. Sucker punched a teammate at practice. So did Michael Jordan. Yes, yes, there's no we just, video. We just don't have video. So, my, my friends love when we talk about this because they know you like Draymond, and they know I like Curry, and they know you work with Draymond. I don't. And there's something here. Neither of us is wrong, but neither of us is right. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense at all, and that's why the show's just on fire lately. Well, whatever. But I want to point out, Colin, what you've done in the past is not a predictor of what you're going to do in the future. Just because Draymond was a historically great defensive guy for a decade, doesn't mean he's going to be that going forward. Doesn't mean he's still going to be the high IQ passing point forward. Yeah, he's, he's not going to get dumb, trust me. He's not going to get dumb, but he's getting old. And he's losing his mind, clearly, stomping out an opponent. <laughs> he did the Colin, same thing years ago. But you got to be bold in life. You make a lot of bold decisions. Uh, I've yes. made some bold moves. You think they're going to move him? I don't think, but if you're asking me what I would do, I'm exploring all options, baby. I'm not, I am. Hey, does Victor Wambanyama need an enforcer in San Antonio? <laughs> a bodyguard? Well, that's, that's interesting. They probably would want, he'd have value. Ooh, spicy. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovis.com. Stores are great, 
But it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 